0: a show that's designed to help you podcast. So today we're going to talk about editing, everything about how to edit a podcast and what you're going to need to edit a podcast. And then uh, at the end, I'm going to give you some tips for editing uh, because I've been editing podcasts for about five, six years now. And uh, I think I've learned a couple things along the way. So I'd like to share them with you and uh, make it a little easier for you. So first, uh, you know, what is editing a podcast, right? Well, editing a podcast is basically just making a conversation sound more fluid, removing any bad sounds or noise from a potential recording and kind of just putting everything together to make it flow and sound like a podcast. You're basically just turning your raw recording into a polished product. I guess we'll start with, for me, there's kind of two different kinds of editing, one of them being a full detailed edit and then one of them being a less detailed edit. and. For me, a full detailed edit is when I go and I listen to every single minute of the podcast and I remove anything that doesn't add to the conversation and I try to make it flow and sound as natural as possible. So this means listening to the podcast all the way through and you know sometimes re-listening to parts. And this is definitely the most time consuming part of the whole podcast production. So definitely time consuming, especially if, if you're not like, you know, fast at editing, and you're not comfortable with it. So it can be kind of daunting to a lot of new podcasters. If I have a 30 minute podcast, for example, it could take me, you know, an hour to two hours to edit that. So, you know, we're, we're talking some serious time. Another way of editing is the not so detailed edit where you won't go and listen to every single minute of the podcast. You'll do more of like a mix and master and take out any big sections like if, you know, the internet dropped and you got a 2-minute gap in between your podcast. You know, you want to remove that, but you won't listen to it and edit for fluidity. That's the main difference. Is a detailed edit, you're editing for fluidity. And a non-detailed edit, you're kind of just removing big mistakes and doing more of a mix and master, which we'll we'll get into a little bit later in this episode about what the difference is between editing, mixing, and mastering. So how do you edit a podcast? Well, you're going to need an audio editor, and there's kind of two different types of editors you can use. You can use the traditional DAW, which is Digital Audio Workstation, which is just a fancy term for uh, audio editor or an audio recorder that you download to your computer. This would include Audacity, Adobe Audition, uh, the one I use, Reaper, GarageBand. Any of these are programs that you have on your computer and you can use to record and manipulate audio. Now, they do make online editors, which is you know basically a website that you go to and you can edit. There's some pros and cons to each of them but you know, there's sites like Anchor that allows you to edit your podcast. And also Podcastle is another one that lets you edit. And there's, there's more out there too. They're basically just websites where you go and upload your audio, and then you can do some editing from there. So the pros and cons to each of them. If you're editing on a DAW, like Reaper, like I am, What's nice is you have non-destructive editing so you can delete something and then if you decide whoops that was a mistake I need that back you can just you know bring it back as if it never got deleted. It's also a lot more detailed than what you can do as far as adding in different plugins and tools you can you know add an EQ you can add a compressor you can add noise removal tools there's tools out there to Reduce your echo. There's a lot of different things that you can do inside of an actual audio editing program. Whereas if you're using an online editor, they probably won't have as many options to help manipulate audio. But I think the biggest difference between the program that's on your computer versus a web application is the workflow. And, you know, as I mentioned before, sometimes I'm working on a podcast for one, two hours, could be even more. If you don't have a fast workflow, that's going to be crucial to extending that time. So instead of working out for an hour or two, maybe now it's you know three or four hours. So I think with a lot of the online editors, the workflow isn't really there yet. Um, things just like keyboard shortcuts, right? Or you have a a keyboard shortcut for splitting or for moving the audio around. Um, it's going to be a little bit more cumbersome on the online editors because they you know they weren't really designed for that. And they're also working within the confines of being an online application. So that being said, some of the positives of an online editor, some of them are free, right? Anchor is a free program that you can use and manipulate audio and edit audio. Another thing is they're they're more simple, right? They're simplified for the podcaster who who doesn't have any experience in audio editing. So they're kind of targeted at people who don't know how to use an audio program and to kind of lower the barrier of being able to edit. So that's kind of the two differences between those, those two different platforms, the Audacities and the Reapers and the Adobe Auditions in the world, and then the anchors and the Podcasts of the world. One of them's a little bit easier, but one of them gives you a little bit more flexibility and potentially a better workflow at the end of the day. I personally haven't used any of the online editors, so I can't really speak to how the workflow is and how they work. But I have seen some videos on YouTube just to kind of check them out and see where they're at. But I think that any anybody who's doing a lot of podcast editing, maybe they're doing multiple shows or you know, maybe that's what they're doing for clients, they're probably always going to use an audio editor on your computer. Okay. So now let's talk about the difference between editing, mixing, and mastering. So editing is everything we've been talking about so far. It's when you remove things. It's when you, you know, delete certain parts of your conversation. You can move stuff around. And it's really just, you know, cleaning up the audio from a basic like chopping standpoint. You're chopping up the audio and you're, you know, taking all the bad parts out. Mixing is when you are basically leveling everything, you're making sure, for example, if you have a podcast with a host and a guest, you're making sure that the host and the guest are at the same level, right? You wanna make sure that one of them is not louder than the other, and you basically wanna balance everything audio-wise. This also includes if you have an introduction to your show or an outro or maybe some other sounds or breaks in between, You wanna make sure everything is at a consistent level because there's nothing worse than, you know, turning a podcast on and getting your ears blown out by the intro and then, you know, having to like turn up your your volume because the interview itself is super quiet. That's definitely not what you wanna have for your podcast. You know, you wanna have a good sounding podcast and not annoy your listeners. So being able to level all of the different pieces of audio and balance the audio levels is really what mixing is. Mixing can also include doing some EQ and compression, which can make your vocal sound a little bit better. I would also include, you know, any noise removal or like a deesser, um, or anything like that that you're using to actually manipulate the sound of the recording that you have. So it's, it's a little bit of balancing and then it's a little bit of manipulating the actual audio and the way that it sounds. And then mastering is looking at your overall level and making sure that it's loud enough, but not too loud. So there's a um, there's an industry standard loudness out there. It's negative uh, 16 lufs, And this basically just means that you and everybody else who are creating a podcast, there's there's sort of a benchmark where this is how loud we're gonna be. And that way all of them will sound similar and there'll be some cohesiveness between all the podcasts that you listen to. And it's not that one is super loud and then you listen to another podcast and it's super quiet, you wanna make sure they all kind of have the same loudness. So that's an important thing to keep in mind when you're um, you're posting an episode. The way that I workflow through these three things, the edit, the mix, and the master, I kind of do them all the same, but really like, so here, I'll walk you through like when I first get a episode from a client. The first thing I'll do is I'll spend the first 10 or 15 minutes and just get the audio as good as I can. So I'm basically mixing here and I'm adding some EQ and compression, any noise removal. And I'm kind of just listening to a random part in the middle of the episode. And I will get both of, if it's a host and a guest, I'll get the host and the guest as good sounding as I can. And then I'll give myself a cutoff too. I don't wanna spend too long on it because I'm gonna be listening to the entire episode. So once I put 10, 15 minutes into that, then I'll start editing the podcast. And then as I'm editing the podcast, if I notice some things I don't like, or if, you know the vocals got a little bit too much bass in it, or maybe it's a little muddy and I wanna adjust the EQ to make it sound a little clearer, then I'll do some of those editing things along the way. And then the whole time I'm doing this edit and the mix side by side, I'm also just checking on my audio level meter to make sure that I'm around the negative 16 luffs, which is your mastering. So I have a tool called the Ulean loudness meter, which I will link in the show notes. And I kind of always just keep this in the corner of my screen as I'm editing and mixing. And I'll just check it periodically to make sure I'm around that negative 16 luffs. And you know, you don't have to go crazy. It's not like Um, you have to be exactly there, but to make sure you're kind of in the window bounces between 15, 17, 18, you want to make sure you're kind of just in the window of negative 16 luffs. So I will have that going as I'm doing the edit. And then by the time I get to the end of the episode, I'm usually happy with where the mix and the master are, and I've also finished editing. So then I'll do one final look over and I'll listen to a couple samples throughout the episode, make sure it sounds good, use a couple different sets of headphones just to make sure, and then I'm ready to go and I'm ready to render and you know export my audio. Okay, so now I wanna just uh, run through a couple quick tips for editing a podcast. It is time consuming, You know, it can be daunting sometimes, but the better you get at it, the faster you will work and the less annoying it will be. I think for somebody who's just starting editing, Some of the annoying pieces of that could be not really knowing how to do what you want to do. So I would suggest spending some time to learn the program that you're using to edit. So that way you don't get hung up when you want to do something, but you don't really know how to do it and you're kind of taking time and it's cumbersome. You want to be able to get to a point where you can edit quickly and efficiently. Also, you don't need to be perfect in editing. You don't need to remove every single um. Some ums are nice. Uh, Some ums sound unnatural if you try to remove them just because, you know, maybe they're blended into another word or something. So you you don't have to be a perfectionist with removing every single word. It's more about just helping the flow of the conversation and having it sound natural. Also, breaths. You don't need to remove every single breath. That's for sure. I, I actually like to leave my breaths in there because again, it sounds more natural. Sometimes you do notice that uh, maybe you'll have a guest that has like really loud breaths. And there's some tools out there which will basically like minimize the breath. So it won't remove it completely, but it'll kind of like turn the breath down. Um, And those are really cool tools. I think Waves makes one and also Isotope. So I use those sometimes if I get like a heavy breather uh, on a podcast. Um, So yeah, and and then the last thing is to just, like I said, practice your, your tools. Make sure that you are comfortable with your editing program and you get to a point where you know you you work on your workflow and it becomes something that's you know almost second nature or natural and you're not even thinking about what do I need to do to make this cut or what do I need to do to move this around you're kind of just listening and you're doing what needs to be done and you're working very efficiently so last thing, if you really hate editing and it's just not your thing, you can always outsource it. If you have the budget for it, there's tons of people out there who can edit podcasts for you. And that could be a great way to not get burnt out with your podcast. So if you really hate editing, you can always give it to somebody who likes to do it. All right, everyone, I hope that was uh, helpful in describing how kind of I edit a podcast and uh, some tips for you and how you can edit your podcast. I wish you the best out there in editing, and I will see you next time. We've reached the end of the episode, and if you enjoyed this podcast or you got something from it, you might be interested in my weekly newsletter that I send out every Monday morning full of podcasting tips, tricks, and news. So if you like this show, you might like this newsletter. To sign up, just go to the show notes and click the link. Thanks for listening, and happy podcasting.